0: No, I know that I can't make you stay. But where's your heart? But where's your heart? But where's your and I know there's nothing I can say to change that.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Lem, me, no, I'm your host, Angel Lem. Today we're going to do a little bit different, something a little bit different. Today, I'm going to use this platform, and I'm going to use it for good. Instead of promoting myself, I'm going to help the homie Justin How's promote, it going? promote one of his new projects. So tell me a little bit about this new, this new project.
2: Okay, so those of you, if we have seen last, pro- last thing we did, I was doing starting up YouTube. I didn't have a name yet. But um I I now do. I have a name. I am Scaredy Cat Vasquez. That is Scaredy Cat spelled S-C A-R-E-D-I-E cat. I mean, cat. And then C-A-T. And then Vasquez. V-A-S-Q-U-E-Z. And you just look that up on YouTube. You will find me there, this handsome fat bean of myself. And honestly, the whole pro- the whole channel is basically just everything about Halloween, haunted houses, not scary farm, universal uh, Midsummer Scream, you know, all that good stuff, you know, Queen Mary, Um uh, lately, since it's not the Halloween season, uh, most of my videos coming out recently are gonna be, like, about the immersive theaters that has to do with, like, really creepy vibes, like, right, I just did a review for Zombie Joe's, uh, underground theater show, which is, uh, his show that night we saw was Monsters Come Out at Night, and it was kind of like a, it was like a haunt because they, they let you walk through the theater, but it was, everyone had like a little like really theatrical performance and they did like some like weird like zombie dance. And um, one thing that's really cool about Zombie Joe is like they'll get right in your face. They'll expose you to everything that like, like makes you uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but not in a way that harms you. Like um, one thing though, if you're not used to nudity, especially from strangers, I wouldn't recommend going. Mm-hmm. I thought about bringing my mom to one, but then I was like, no, I forgot how many like uh, dick and balls you can see. <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, so anybody wants to see Dick
1: and Balls, there you go. And some titties, you um, know what I mean? Probably, probably from a fatter man, though. But it's, uh, <laughs> it still counts. Well, you know know mean, I mean, if you close your eyes, I'll feel the same, man. Right? Exactly. Nah, that's not. No, 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 no. Don't even, don't even quote me on that. Don't even quote me on New <laughs> t-shirt. Oh, exactly,
0: huh? Oh, man. I'm
1: actually thinking of having a, getting a, I was t- telling you about some new designs. Mm-hmm. I know, Paz. So, like, all these people could walk with a nopal in their forehead. Nice. You know how people, they're like, oh, it's nopal in, like, la yeah. frente? So, like, I'm forcing people, like, to have a nopal on their forehead. Like, there we go. When they wear my hat.
2: You should have one and then have the crumbs spell let me know pod. I, Yo. I'm thinking about an
1: ice cream and and like Ice the, cream and like melted ice cream and then like the the melty part
2: like spell spells out, it out. No, yeah, dude fuck. Yeah I'd wear that shirt. Yeah, yeah. I wear that shit to everything
1: Thank you guys for the people that attended the art walk. I really really appreciate it Thank you for like the people that bought some of my hats and some shirts. I didn't sell everything So if you guys are interested in buying some like a hat, I have one of the limited edition hats I have one left but I am making more. But those new ones are gonna be dad hats. So for all the people that have been asking for dad hats, I heard you. And you might have wanted the old design, but you know I said we know what. You guys been wanting this new design, so. No, not nah, truthfully. they fucked up my order, but you know what we're going to we're going to make we're gonna ignore out that of, fact. Yeah, we're going to make applesauce <laughs> apples out of lemons, you know, there we go. The new design is cool Like
2: yeah. I like I bought one of your hats and it's fucking yeah, amazing. Yeah, I love thank that. You, man. Shit. So yeah,
1: yeah So like I mentioned like I only have one left So if you want one of the a snapback with the new original with the new um, neon logo um, send me a DM and I'll send it your way there we go. And I got like, if, or, or if you want the original logo, like I uh, have six of those left. So hit me up or t- actually 12 of them left. So hit me up. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, thank you guys for coming to, um, to the art walk on behalf of everybody. All my guests that you guys went to support, I know Fina and Risper Arte. Um, thank you. You know, thank you for coming to support local artists. And also, like I, I networked a lot, so you're gonna you're gonna hear pe- people from the art walk. You're gonna hear them; and they're gonna come out here, and I don't know, man. I don't know. It's gonna be great. I, I already picture it. We're all we're all gonna make great content. Hell yeah, great great content. Great. So yeah, so I mean, on this episode, you're not gonna hear me talk as much. You're gonna hear me, um, me and Justin talk in the beginning, like a little banter. He's in This is actually for his YouTube channel. So if you wanna see. Arch of yeses, like how we look, if you're wondering how we look, then go to his YouTube channel, subscribe, watch the video, comment, share it, do everything, and, but also you gotta come, like, if, even if you don't, then you suck, but, I mean, you're, you're probably not hearing this part, because you're not hearing it at all, right? Exactly. But, you know, make sure, force people to hear and watch this shit, put on your YouTube, I mean, put on your TV, force people. Exactly. I mean. I mean, have it in the
2: background when you're making sweet, passionate love to the worst. It, person you it care worked about. for
1: Justin Bieber, right? Like they were using his stuff as a torture. Exactly. Device. So why not? I mean, my voice is torture to my girl. So. I want to cry. Yeah. So
2: it's it's fine. I it's,
1: <laughs> had to get some paper towels because you're, you're dripping, bro. Like, exactly. <laughs> All right. So I don't know. I mean,
2: we'll do. Um, do you? I don't know if you have anything more to say uh other than that uh, this what this episode is and i thank you again for fucking letting me do this dude um this episode is the very first episode i well the very first professional step uh-huh. into what i used to call i i've had other uh videos called haunt talks um like one through seven i think you know but um this is the very first i didn't i didn't dream of it being it just me in my room with a camera, I've always wanted it to be a podcast, mm-hmm. but I, I didn't have I didn't, I didn't have equipment. I didn't have people to, that wanted to talk to me because I'm a new YouTuber. I didn't really make an impact until after I started doing more videos. I started gaining some more some more people, and then I will the, like not that many. I only have like a few subscribers, mm-hmm. but those subscribers are people that really helped me out. Yeah, um, like uh, at least get to where I am now, which I feel is a pretty good spot. You know, for a beginner, you know what I mean? Uh, And then after I did this uh, event called Spook Show up in La Mirada, right, by the Halloween Club. um, Actually, inside the Halloween Club, like, in the parking lot. um, I interviewed all these people there. I I wanted just to go there just to see, like, hey, like, I'm going to just talk to people, ask them, like, hey, what does Halloween mean to you? And shit like that. But I ended up finding out that all these vendors are fucking amazing people. So I was like, you know what? Like... I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, and like a lot of them, they said yes to it. They 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 thanked me, saying like, "Dude, thank you for interviewing me." Even though like, like I've always told them like, "Yo, it's not gonna go out to a lot of people, but hey, it's something." Yeah. You know. Um. And they were like, they were just happy with it because you know they're 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 all hardworking people, and they all just want their shit to be exposed in a good way. You know, they all just want their shit to like just just really like pay off. Mm -hmm. You know, so if I can help them out in any certain way, that's 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 why I started this channel for. You know. Yeah. And um. So like, yeah, then, then I was like, you know what? I actually want to do the podcast. I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to hit you up. Cause you were on my first, what was going to be the first episode of Haunt Talks, but then it turned us into talking about like our history of comedy, yeah. like dudes doing stand up together and everything like that. And like, our like, like upbringings and shit like that. And just like a lot of like dick and ball jokes. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, like, uh, this is the actual first thing where this is all about haunts for haunts, everything you need. And again, dude, I have no way else to thank you. No, nah, no, like, I mean, you know, no other way to say thank you. But, you know, this, this is really, this is really helping out a lot, man. Thank you again. Nah,
1: yeah, no problem. Like, I've been wanting, like, and I needed an excuse to come kick it with you anyway. So, I mean, exactly. why not do this, you know? And I, if I could help you, I mean, that's what I'm here for to help, help you, help every, anybody that I can, you know? Like, that's what the podcast is for, just mm-hmm. to use this platform and share what you love, what you do, you know? And I'm happy, man. I'm happy they finally took that that step and I don't I'm not sure but um
2: is that video that we did the first one is still up it's still on my, it's still on my uh, YouTube channel yeah it's all the way down it's called my very first podcast and uh-huh. it's like with Angel Lamb and then like in the description I, I think all your stuff is in there too so yeah. like you know um I, I shout out you a lot dude like in my last <laughs> videos I've been like telling I've been to getting people ready for this like everyone who's been watching me I've been telling like dude new podcast is coming up Han yeah, Talks yeah. is coming up this is it it's coming be ready fucking it, be here it's ready Once and then like every time i always mention you because i i've always thought when i do the haunt talks i want angel m to be a co-host <laughs> yeah well you know i mean,
1: mean? I, uh, you're gonna hear on this episode that i have no knowledge on the subject <laughs> that we're talking about um do not you tell us who we're interviewing
2: so today um today after we meet the rambling of me and you we're gonna be interviewing uh chris i don't know his last name i should probably have known that right yeah, now yeah. but um his name is chris he's from melanies of the macabre And what he does, he makes like, like really creepy, like industrial, like not industrial, he does, one of his albums is an industrial album, but he makes really creepy music, that's something you would play like for a scary movie or like a a haunted house of your own, and I use it for my channel all the time, and um, yeah, he's just, uh, he's a really good guy, he's really passionate, he's also a scare actor at the Reign of Terror which is a haunt that goes on, I believe, in Thousand Oaks, mm-hmm. I, I want to say. And it's like a giant-ass fucking football stadium, basically, or like a strip mall worth of uh, fucking uh, haunts. It's like all these haunts built into one giant mega-haunt, and it's just like 30 minutes to walk through. Alright. So yeah, it's that's what he does. He's a good guy, and, um, yeah, me and him just, like, like, hit it off right off the bat, right when we first met and stuff like that, and I, I called him on the phone, talking about, like, using his music and stuff like that, getting the okay to use his music, and, um, he was, uh, after hearing this passion and everything like that, how he was, um, I was just like, dude, I need you on my podcast, I want you to be, like, again, like, one of the very first view, I interview actually. You know what I mean.
1: Uh, why don't you tell people where they could find the channel? Like again, um, remind
2: them how to like. So it's it. like YouTube and just search Scaredy Cat Vasquez. That's scaredy spelled as S C Oh no, yeah, S C A R E D I E and then cat. All the- so Scaredy Cat is one word and then Vasquez V A S Q U E Z. Um, you know, if, if anything, find me on Instagram too, Scaredy Cat Vasquez. Uh, all one word. And, um, I, you have the link in my description, uh, in my bio, I mean, link in my bio and my Instagram. I post a lot on Instagram. I have a Facebook too. Same thing. Scaredy Cat Vosquez, but I don't really, I don't post at all on there. I'm mostly active on Instagram because you're able to do better videos. You're able to yeah. go live and Facebook. You can do that too, but I really don't trust Mark. <laughs> yeah, i don't yeah, trust yeah. zuckerberg no more no just kidding. <laughs> right, why don't you give your wife and colby uh, why don't you give him a plug too? oh that's right my beautiful wife who's also my cameraman or camera woman i should say oh my god and um she she helps me out a lot she puts up with me a lot and i love her dearly as i'm staring at her creepy <laughs> right now she's in the room <laughs> it's um and then she has her dog actually is a lot more famous than i am it's uh he any has of us than any much. of us yeah he's uh he, he has an instagram as well too it's uh at kobe the doggo Oh, it's kobe dot the doggo It's the doggo is spelled d o g g o and Just look it, look him up. He's a cute dog. He just turned 10 But he still is hyper and looks just like a puppy. I think he's isn't he getting a haircut soon? Yeah, so we'll be we'll be like covering that a little bit too I might even have him on my channel just so I can get his fucking <laughs> His fucking platform, you know what I mean? Yeah, cuz starting off it's like really hard. Yeah. You know, especially if like you really don't know that many people. Yeah. Cuz like, I came into this industry like I knew about them, but none of them knew me until I started like pr- promoting more, like posting more, especially on Instagram. Instagram helped me a lot. That's why I'm more active on there. Cuz now the director for Haunters, The Art of the Scare, it's a, it's a documentary on Netflix. You should guys should go check it out. It's a really good thing. Um, he follows me back, Zombie Joe does, and, like, all these other people who are working in, like, the haunt industry, that I know and love, is, like, now following me, or I follow them, and I'm able to keep up with them, and they're honestly, like, you know, when you follow, you like, with someone you consider a celebrity, if you message them, they're not gonna message back. Yeah. Very Or if they do, it's like a robot, just saying, oh, hey, thanks, you know what I mean? Um, them, they're really humble, I've had, like, conversations with these people, and they're fucking amazing, I love them so much. You know, so shout out to those guys. I love them.
1: Hope you guys enjoy this episode and make sure you go leave a review. iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. Tell your friends I have stickers. I have clothing. Pretty soon, Justin's going to come out with t-shirts and hats. Um, And make sure you're subscribed to Doggo. Um, Kobe the Doggo. I mean, you didn't give your wife a plug, but it's all good. Um, she, she, she doesn't she make <laughs> i mean i seen her she her, her makeup's on fleek i get jealous <laughs> i wonder why why i can't do that myself but it's all good takes lots and lots of practice all right guys well you know what shut up i'm leaving now enjoy this podcast thank you for letting me be part of your day all right guys enjoy
2: Alrighty, so we're back now. And as you can tell, I changed the angle because I don't want you guys seeing my jelly rolls. That's right. I put on some weight. Fuck off. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, by the way, have you guys noticed something else besides my obesity? It's probably too dark. It's probably too dark? Yeah. Well, if you want to see where I got this amazing hat that, that you probably can't see, why don't you get a little bit closer into there? How pretty about this? We'll this it's pretty much my hat and we're gonna so the, show uh, off these oh, yeah. hats right here oh,
1: maybe maybe i should have de- plugged that when you asked me that the, exactly we so, should have told I mean, you if you like the logo i have hats and i have shirts if you want to like support me exactly or support the podcast support justin over here i'll give him like a dollar or something I'll, I'll overcharge you so i <laughs> can pay him type, type of deal all right all right we could just keep it in the house and not tell him in that I do whatever you guys
2: want, you know? Thanks, capitalism. Yeah, That's yeah, how you yeah. do it. That's how you work it. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so, but, um... So, yeah, I forgot, but I'm going to put my hat on because... Yeah, because we, we both did not do our hair today. That's This is, like, the new thing, like, like the whole gentleman's yeah. cut, the undercut, or whatever yeah, you call it. need this. You don't think you need that? I mean, uh well, I'll, probably, I'll put
1: it on. You don't have to put it on that way. That way, like... Since I know what's like, I, I see what's going on. That's true. And that way, I, I, like, if there's a problem, some. No, it's good. I want to
2: look like you. You know what I mean? It's like. I right, would well, then not put some music. There we go. Let's put some music on and we'll get, the, to get this thing going. Jealous. Anyways, boom. We got the music. You have Three or four minutes? 34, 34 minutes Three. left. Yes. Okay. So if it goes any longer, folks, I'm being told by my professional camera woman, who's beautiful and the love of my life. Um,. We only have 34 minutes to to do this and I'm wasting time right now. So let's let's go So the rest of it's gonna be an audio thing towards the end, but fuck it anyways So we are getting ready to do this. We're getting ready to call Chris right now He is from Melanie's a macabre. You can find him on Instagram. You can find him. I Think on iTunes. Yes You can find him on iTunes and you can also just check out his website link in the description Make sure you go send him a message let him know who sent you and we'll be definitely getting ready to go So let's do this Oh, I need you to unlock your phone. <laughs> That's right. We were talking about this. We need He uses his finger thingy. Yeah. So if you want to steal his phone, you got to steal his finger. Yeah. And here we go. We're we are speaking. calling. So- there we go. Such good quality right here. Look at that. Hope so. Yeah. Maybe turn a little down to how's it going chris you are on right now at the very first episode of haunt talks this is scaredy cat vasquez your good friend right here how you doing my brother
3: i'm doing good justin what's happening buddy
2: it's going good it's going good are you ready to do this we're already jumping in right now i'm ready (laughs) awesome awesome i'm here with my co-host right now angel lamb from the let me know podcast and we're going to be asking you some questions man we i love your music Apparently, your music gave his girlfriend nightmares hey. <laughs> the other night. Well,
1: <laughs> let, me, let me introduce <laughs> right, myself. Oh, I'm
2: sorry. Here, <laughs> let me let me have my friend introduce himself real quick. There, right, go.
3: Hey, what's
1: up? So, uh, my name is Angel. I'm his co-host. I'm done. There
2: we go.
3: Hey, buddy, how you doing?
1: I'm all right. I, yeah, you gave my girl nightmares, man. So you're doing great. You're doing a good job, then. Thanks, man. I
3: could I could barely hear you, but I, I'll I'll take it up. You can't
2: right. hear no, he me because...
0: Oh, it's <laughs> too far. Okay, yeah,
2: we're doing on speakerphone. We're going to get a little bit closer here, my friend. There we go. Anyways, so, so okay, so let's start off with the questions, man. How long have you been doing Melanie's the Macabre for?
3: How long have I been composing the music? Yes, sir. It, yeah, I've actually... Uh, I've, been, well, I've been a drummer, you know, my whole life. Uh... And I've been in numerous bands since I was a teenager, everything from metal band to doom band to, you know, I I played just about every genre of music, and I have always kind of banged around like on a piano, you know. Um, And, you know, I I got really obsessed with, like, you know, horror movies, of course, at a very young age, and I, I started collecting, you know, my favorite horror movies on vinyl when vinyl was really popular to make it a comeback, but vinyl, I still have all my original vinyl from all, like, you know, the classics, like Friday the 13th, and, of course, John Carpenter, Halloween, The Fog, uh, and I got really, you know, I got obsessed with those soundtracks, To me, you know, without, a, without those soundtracks, those horror movies, that's what they're all about, right? That's what creates the, the tension and the mood and everything, so, you know, I always thought one day it'd be kind of fun if I could, you know, do my own stuff, and so, you know, I've been playing in bands like I said for my whole life, and uh, just a couple of years ago, I just, you know, I kind of just wanted to take some time off from the band I was currently in. It was a doom metal band, which was awesome, uh, called Hydra, and it, they're still going, and they're great friends of mine. But uh, I just wanted to take some time out to kind of follow this dream of mine that I've been wanting to do, and I basically just started composing music a couple of years ago now, and I I started with my first album which is The Forgotten Cemetery and uh, I'm putting out my sixth album actually this September so I've just been cranking out you know while the ideas are there I'm putting them down and uh, hoping in it and um, yeah it's it's just fun man it's just I'm just doing what I love to do and uh, it's fun to create this kind of music because you know there's such a big passion for this genre and I've it's great to finally kind of create some music and contribute to it you know musically
2: that's amazing man a lot of passion in that little speech right there dude that is awesome so like okay this new album you're coming out with any anything you can give us like a little teaser like not as far as like a preview of it but like like i understand your your recent one that just came out which is available fade to black album which is a really good album Mm -hmm. i've been using it on my channel and um uh, anything you want to tell us about the theme of this one because I remember you came out with The Circus and Forgotten Cemetery obviously it's a cemetery and then you got Fade to Black which is like this industrial kind of danceable type of stuff dude I fucking love it
3: right yeah. Right. I, I basically yeah The Forgotten Cemetery was my first album um, I've always had kind of like a creepy obsession with like you know cemeteries are such a creepy but yet peaceful and beautiful place of rest right but because of movies like you know Phantasm and <laughs> other movies you know it's made cemeteries like the Greek factor but I've always kind of been like you know drawn to that kind of eerie peaceful yet kind of frightening kind of aspect of a cemetery so that's pretty much where I got the idea for the forgotten cemetery and you know I, it's, I, I made up a story basically about you know this Cemetery in Ireland that no longer has people coming to it because the people who used to mourn the people buried there are now longer on the world, and in the world they're gone and they've moved on. So it's kind of like this lost place in time.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, there are actually cemeteries like that that are really old that people don't even visit anymore. There's no more flowers in the vases, you know, on the graves. It's just like this lost, forgotten place, but everyone's forgotten about it. Except for the people who are still buried there, right? Mm-hmm. They remember. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I kind of did this creepy thing with that, and then I followed that album with Haunted Carnival Grounds. And my motivation for that was after you know saw the movie The Chernobyl Diaries. Yeah, um, it's a really yeah it's that is in the Soviet Union, and there was a catastrophic uh, nuclear power plant you know accident that made that whole area. You know, the nuclear like, radio, you know, the radiation, it's just crazy. And I, if you can even Google, there's pictures of like, you know, that there was a huge, uh, you know, carnival kind of thing they had there that it, they had to abandon it. I mean, the Ferris wheel, you, you can Google pictures. It was 1986 when this happened, but it's, it's, the pictures are just incredible. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you see a Ferris wheel with, like, a tree growing out of it now. It's, it's still standing. They haven't torn it down, but there's actually still radioactivity going on there. Yeah, it's, like, a and lot so of high activity. It's of like an abandoned carnival to me. It was just so creepy. It's like, why is it still there and people who try to go there and stuff? And so I put, like, a horror haunting aspect to it. So that was my second album. And then the third one I did, I, um, I called it Vampires because I have an obsession with vampires as well. And uh, they're kind of lost souls, obviously, you know. To be immortal sounds amazing to some, but for others it's a curse. So it's kind of like a bittersweet thing, you know, for some vampires, as they say. So parts of it are really scary, and the parts that I do some really beautiful melodies, I mean, that's the thing about my music, and that's why I call it Melodies of the Macabre. It's it's got both of best worlds, I think. It's got the scary aspect, but they are melodies. there are, they can be beautiful, but they're haunting. That's what I want. I didn't want to just do CDs that are just all scary. And, you know, I wanted kind of both worlds because they could be either way. Um, so that was that one. And then the fourth album I did was called the catacombs, which is basically based on the Paris catacombs in uh, Paris, which mm-hmm. is really creepy. You can Google some amazing photos about that. And there's, there's over, there's over, uh, yeah there's over 2 million or 6 million people buried underneath the ground in paris people would oh, have yeah. no idea that beautiful city that 20 meters underneath the ground there's 6 million people buried under there and it's basically 200 miles of tunnels and uh, quarries and things and it's it's insane and they in the 50s they they opened up a section of it cuz a lot of it's you know not safe but I think like a mile of it or so is uh, actually open for tourism. But just, you know, the walls are lined with skulls and, you know, bones, and they made art out of it. It's just creepy. You know, and we've done, Obviously, they've done some horror movies, As, uh, what was it, as Above, Far Below. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a movie called Catacombs. It just, it's just a creepy atmosphere. So I wrote that, and then I just did Fade to Black. And I wanted to show some diversity in my writing. Um, I'm a big fan of industrial music. Uh, I love music obviously, period. But I wanted to do a horror element combined with a dance group. So it's kind of got both. And uh, I'm trying to get that going with some DJs and trying to get some of that in the clubs. Because uh, I'm getting some really cool you know, uh, feedback from that. People are like, they're bumping it in the car, they're bumping in it. It's cool, but it's, it's still mm-hmm. got the horror element. But it's got the really fun dance group. And so... Um, here I'm rambling to your original question. So, my new album that I'm doing now is <laughs> yeah. basically uh, I'm kind of obsessed with folklore, too. Like, you know, every not every state and country, but you know, we've got Bigfoot, mm-hmm. you know, Scotland has the Loch Ness Monster, uh, all these different myths, you know, that go way back. I'm basically writing about the Jersey Devil.
0: Oh, which sure.
3: Is, yeah, there's uh, it's really. Creepy. I've heard
2: about uh, that. It's like a horse or like yeah. a something like that. Yeah.
3: Yeah, there's a huge dense forest area in New Jersey called the Pine Barrens, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's a pretty creepy legend from early 1700s that this woman, you know, with her 13th child, which she pretty much damned, and wanted like, I might as well sell my soul and give this one to the devil. The legend is that this thing sprouted wings flew up the chimney, killing a couple people, and people have seen it, you know, and there's, like, sightings, just like you see the UFO sighting photos. There's people claim they've seen the Jersey Devil, and they Mm -hmm. actually made a movie about it a few years back, which is really good and creepy. Stephen Moyer, who was, like, the lead vampire from True Blood, is in it, and uh, it's really cool. It's called Pine Barrens, but... I've always been, I just thought that was creepy. So I started writing that. It's, it's, this one's pretty scary, and it's got some beautiful aspects as well to it. Nice, so nice. That's
2: nice. nice. Are you, like, uh, from New Jersey, man?
0: No,
3: I'm no?
2: born
0: and raised in Los Angeles. Oh,
2: okay, cool, but, cool. Uh, I was about to say, how them devils doing, man? I'm a fucking big Devils fan, dude. I love love that fucking team. Yeah, song. well, that's, where they, that's <laughs> where
3: they got their name, obviously, the Jersey Devils. Exactly, I remember, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to know there was a myth behind it, but that's where they're from. But my girlfriend's actually from uh, New Jersey she grew up in those woods she used to walk to the oh shit with her sister. she said it's
2: creepy I bet oh so. my god that's crazy and how, do, how does the missus feel about like your music and everything like that does it scare her too or is she like are you guys both really into it like a match made in in a spooky heaven
3: <laughs> no she tolerates me oh okay um, I get. You. yeah yeah I mean I think you saw her at Spook Show she was actually running my booth. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, she, 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 uh, puts up with me and, you know, my closet is getting, you know, obviously I'm a big cosplayer too. I I've love noticed that, yeah. Up, you know? And, uh, I've, you know, I'm telling her, hey, you gotta start making some room for my costumes. Stop by and <laughs> and shit. So, you know, cause I need to start putting my mask in there and that didn't go over too well. But, you know, I've got a, I've got a full, I've probably got about 25 full costumes now. You know, and I just, I just love going to these events. You know, I love, you know, the Monster Palooza and Spook Show and mm-hmm. Midsummer Scream and, you know, all, all the, all these great shows you go out and just people are so creative now with their costumes and stuff. It's just awesome to watch people. and I just love horror fans. They're just so dedicated. They're so they are. cool and down to earth. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just great to be part of that.
2: It's like it's a it's a real strange thing, too. It's like they look scary and that they can do some harm. But when you start talking to them, you realize that they work. They like volunteer at like pet hospitals and shit like that. It's like it's like totally. And this guy looks like he just murdered like five people. And it's like, but really, he's like just got done, like helping a lady cross the street and shit like that. It's, I fucking that's what oh, I love yeah. about it. You know what I mean? and like in the hot industry it's like everyone's so fucking chill like when I met you and I met everyone else at Spook Show what I've said before it's like all you guys are like fucking awesome and it was just like dude like didn't think it would be that way like you know I never actually sat down and talked to people at the booths so like just go there check it out alright peace out but then actually sitting down talking to you guys it was like really fucking awesome yeah um so right, you know, how long just, have you
3: it's just it's what? just it's harmless fun, you know it's just mm-hmm. it's just you know there's there's conventions for all different categories you know anime there's you know, Star Trek conventions, Star Wars conventions. I mean it's just it's just great when you go to a convention no matter what it is, because you've got a like interest with thousands of people walking around and everyone gets it. No one looks at you like, Why are you wearing that or why are you do everyone's just like, Wow, that's really cool and it's really flattering and people are just really down to earth and awesome, so that's why I uh, I love going to these conventions. I've met so many friends. I think my entire friend base is basically from going to conventions from all these years. It's just I've met so many amazing friends on Facebook. It just it's like going to a convention now is like it's like a family reunion. You know, it's like see Like, hey, what's up? And all oh, the vendors are awesome. And you know, it's just it's just it's really great.
2: Nice man. What was the first convention you ever did?
3: The first convention I went to. Um, Basically, before Monster Palooza came out here, there was a uh, Fangoria, you know, the horror magazine, which was huge.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: They they teamed up with a company called Creation Entertainment, and they did conventions, you know, throughout the United States. And of course, the one here locally for me was the one they would do at Burbank. And uh, you know that's what that's where it kind of started. I mean, years ago. I mean i i didn't I didn't catch wind of this happening until like, gosh, seriously, like fifteen years ago. I'm like, Bud, there's a horror movie convention out here. I had no clue, and uh, I went to my first one. Gosh, it was in the 90s, but you know, just to like hang out, and you know, not many people were dressed up back then. You know, it's it's obviously really. It's really caught on and people are really showing the passion that they're in now. But, like, you know, to, to meet, like, wow, I could meet one of my favorite horror celebrities at this convention, these movies I've seen a thousand times, you know, it's like, wow, PJ Souls from Halloween's going to be here? It's like, oh my God, you know, that was so cool, you know, and uh, now it's just, you know, that's how they, that's what they do now. They, you know, all these different conventions get different guests at different times and it's it's really cool and I think, I think these guests are really, you know, down to earth and they're just, they can't believe how loyal fans are after all these years for movies they filmed, you know, 30 years ago, you know, and more, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, they're just, it's just, that's what's so awesome about horror fans, we're very loyal, we're very dedicated, and we just, you know, we just, it's part of our life growing up watching horror movies, and, you know, I've got, I've probably got about a thousand horror movies on DVD in my room here,
2: Nice, and
3: it's, yeah, they're all in alphabetical order. Having it the first movie, let's see. Oh my got? that's Alien. Okay. Starts with Alien. And my last movie is Zombie Strippers.
2: There Alien we Alpha. go. That sounds interesting.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and everything in between. Awesome. So, awesome. Yeah, conventions. The, the convention scene is amazing. And I, you know, I used to. Do a, like the first convention I went to, I I dressed up, you know, in one of my zombie getups, and it was just so cool to like walk around and take photos with like you know the horror celebrities they are like oh that's really cool can I take a photo with you I'm like of course you
0: know and (laughs) and,
3: uh it's grown now there's like you go to Monster Palooza. I mean there's you know there's hundreds of people dressed up which is awesome you know I didn't start it I'm not saying but it's just like people say wow I could really I could go to these conventions and dress up and like hell yeah it's awesome that's what makes it so fun and there's all these great makeup artists you know doing all the makeup and you know, the demos and you're sitting there watching these people. They're so talented, and just awesome to watch these people do all the prosthetics and everything. So it's it's just it's just fun. So look nice. forward to Midsummer Scream, which is uh, the end of July, I believe, it's the 28th. 28th 29th. and 29th, man.
2: Yeah. Oh fuck it's yeah! be dude. awesome. It is. I'm. Well, I already got my tickets, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, real quick. It's
3: going to be fun. So that's that's going to be a great one. And uh, then after that, I think there's Scare L.A. Los- at the Los Angeles Conviction Center. And then uh, we get closer to Halloween, which I, uh, I'm i a Scare actor for Reign of Terror Haunted House in Thousand Oaks. And uh, if you haven't been to Reign of Terror, I highly, highly recommend it. It is amazing. It is 24,000 square feet with over 100 rooms. And... It's unbelievable. I believe there's there's eight different themes all in one. It's easy, you know, it's like a flow. You go through the haunted house and you, you can't believe you're inside, you know? And it's, it's, it's like walking through, you know, something through Disneyland or something, only scary. I mean, the sets and the lighting and the animatronics and... We've got a great cast of people and the owners are great people they're just i'm so honored to be part of this haunted house it's it's just amazing it takes about almost almost 25 30 minutes to walk through and the price is really reasonable it's only like 20 bucks to go through so people like they, they go and they, they walk through and they come out sharing and they get right back in line and I, some, I see some people go three four times a night just for under 100 bucks you know there's so much to see you know the, the, the sets you, you just like i said you can't believe you're you're inside of a building it's just it's just awesome it goes from you know you're walking through like a mine shaft you know and it's got that whole kind of feel you walk after where a bridge and it collapses and it's, it's, it's just insane then you go through an asylum you go through like you know a zombie quarantine you go through the backwoods you know and you go through like a victorian mansion kind of thing and then you walk through like an alien you know, quarantine kind of thing, and there's a clown room, of course, the fun house, and it's like, you get all these elements in one haunted house, and it's it's quite awesome. So, we we open, uh, I don't know the date exactly, but usually we start usually the last Saturday of September, which I believe is the 29th this year, and um, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be really cool. So, I, I just can't wait. The little kid in me is like, I just, that's my home away from home. <laughs> so, Looking forward to the scare for Reign of Terror. They're amazing. Look them up at uh, basically Reign of Terror short is ROT. Rot. Just look up rothauntedhouse.com. dot Their website is very impressive and it will answer just about any question you have. And it gives you it's very thorough. It gives you all the details. There's video. It's got everything. Parking's free. It's, it's actually like a kind of a strip mall. There's a gold gem, and they take over the top level of the gym which is twenty four thousand square feet. So you can't see anything from the outside. So people don't know what to expect for the first time going through. But it it's spectacular and it's it's the most impressive haunted house I've seen. Alright,
1: well this is Angel this co host. Oh this is Angel. I just wanna make sure you know you're who you're talking Bye. to right Alright. So I mean I have a question for you. Like yeah, like um, musically, like who are some of your inspirations? Like, um, when it comes to like doing the um the songs for like the, these different events or your or pretty much your albums.
3: What what bands or stuff like? Well, like, 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 inspired,
1: like yeah, composers, theater, right? bands, like artists.
3: Everything, dude. Honestly, I fuck. I mean, I, I, I am so. I mean, being a musician, you know, my whole life, I really appreciate all kinds of music. To me, there's a time and place for every genre. I mean, I like more than others, but I don't say, oh, I don't listen to this, or oh, I hate, you know. It just depends on my mood, you know? I mean, I was a total metalhead growing up. I mean, actually, KISS is what got me, what made me become a drummer. Um, I was, obviously, because of theatrics, the makeup, and, you know, the musician, you know, playing drums, like, oh my God, I want to wear makeup and play drums. And that's, it's like Halloween needs music, you know? That's what I, I got out of KISS when I was like, you know, seven years old. So you know, I was a KISS fan growing up. Um, you know, I loved all the metal bands and the rock bands, the whole classic era, you know, everything from Zeppelin to Sabbath to, you know, I liked everything, Queen, you know, I loved all those bands. And, you know, the first band I was ever in was actually a Zeppelin Rush cover band. And uh, that was really fun, I was a teenager. And then from there, you know, I've been in New Wave bands, I've been in rock bands, I've done a couple cover bands, but I've been mainly in like original bands, you know. Um, the last band I was in, I was in a I think two bands ago. I was in a band called Mad Life, and they're like they're they're still together. They're they're awesome, and they're they're an industrial band, and that was really fun um, playing with them. And then the last band I was in was called Yidra, Y I D H R A, and basically is uh, the name of Yidra is there's a char- there's a an author named H.P. Lovecraft, which is like the Reanimator movies based on. Uh, he had a, a character in one of his books named Ydra, and Yidra is basically the dream witch. And she's kind of like, you know, she's supposed to be this beautiful woman who lives in the forest and everything's attracted to her, kind of like a snow white. You know, the animals love her, everything loves her, but when anything gets too close to her, she devours them. And then she becomes, she can shift into anything that she's eaten. Kind of creepy. That is so what that's is. what Yidra meant. And that was a doom metal band and they're, they're still around. And uh, that was really heavy. It was kind of like, you know, people kind of compared us to like a, kind of like a modern Sabbath, you know, but it's slower and it's heavy and it's just, it's just really fun. And, uh, but you know, all those different elements of all these different bands I like, you know, and industrial, you know, dance stuff, everything. I mean, it's just, I take a little bit of everything that I love and I could cr- try to create my own sound. So, my influences are—it's just impossible to answer. But just like I said, it's, it's everything that I've up to this point in my life musically that I've listened to. It's just—I take a little bit of everything, and you know, I get a certain vibe when I'm writing, and you know, I just—I I just think of whatever comes to my mind, you know. But it's just—it's just because of music. I love music so much, and you know, I can even listen to classical. I mean, I love classical music, obviously. And I, I there's there's parts of country that I like elements. You know, there's parts of you know death metal I like, there's parts of you know pop that I like, I mean I like anything basically that's performed really well um, punk, I mean all that stuff so that's what makes the world go round I'm not just one guy like oh I just like rock I hate all this other stuff, that's just jading yourself and you know living tunnel vision I like to open my ears to whatever because there's just so many great stuff you know so that's hopefully that kind of answered your question but that's I just take a little bit of everything that I've loved and create my own stuff
2: That's really good, man. That's really good. Let's talk about, like, your times in bands, man. Like, so how was it? Like, how was it your first time ever performing live? Like, because we were talking about this earlier before we called you about, like, our first... Because we do stand-up comedy, so we understand. And I used to be in bands. So I understand having to go up on stage, and it's, like, really fucking nerve-wracking. Especially as a comic, because we're by ourselves. With you and your group, like, your band, do you feel like it's more, like, empowering? Because, like, hey, I'm with my brothers... I'm with, like, my homies, you know, I'm with all these people, or do you still get, like, that kind of nervousness as well, too?
3: Um, I mean, you know, when I first started out, I mean, of course, it's nerve-wracking for anybody, but I think it's more of an of adrenaline, you know? It's like, you know, I, I felt, you know, I guess I'm kind of hiding behind drums and cymbals, so I, I'm not the front guy, you know, like, out there, like,
0: <laughs> okay, the spotlight, you know,
3: the drummers are kind of covered, but, you know, my my rush was is still to this day, is, I, I even, you know, it's been a couple years since i've been in a band but I, i miss that adrenaline of playing live i mean there's nothing better than being on stage and performing and like watching people you know you're touching them like with their music with your music and they're getting it and like to see people like you know fans who are like regulars they're like mouthing the words you know as a singer singing it's like oh my god they know our song but it's that feeling is like Amazing and that'll never cease in my heart and my mind. I, I miss I miss that feeling of playing live. And like I said, it was I would be nervous but it was more like I can't wait to get out there and fucking rip it up kinda of feel. That's how I that's how I would feel when I would go out there. And you know, the bands I've been in we Well rehearsed, and we felt, hey, let's just do this and rock it. You know, we're gonna do what we want, and people like us, and they hate us, fuck. You know, what can you do? But (laughs) that's just—we had fun, and that's all that mattered. And you know, we believed in what we were doing, and you know, I just—it's fun. But I I do miss that aspect of being in a band. Just playing live is awesome. There's nothing better than being on stage and performing in front of a group of people.
2: That is true, especially if it's going well too. You know. Like no one's booing <laughs> you and telling you to get off and shit like that. We've, we've had those nights before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Yeah. Right? Um, all right. But yeah, so, I mean,
3: being, a, being a comedian, yeah, you're just out there by yourself. It's like, you know, there's <laughs> all eyes are on you. I mean, exactly. that's I can't imagine what that's like, but that's going to be an adrenaline rush, too. If you're confident in what you do, mm-hmm. you go out there and you freaking nail it. And, you know, there's going to be nights where people don't get your jokes and so then you can say those same jokes the next night yeah. and the whole place is freaking crying. You know, so it's laughter so it's just you can't give up you just got to be confident no matter what you do musically you know comedic wise anything you just got to believe in yourself and just say fuck i'm, I'm doing this and you know you're amen. gonna have lies and loads anything you do but you just keep going
2: amen to that shit dude that's awesome so your time at rain 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 of terror um uh so like ever have you ever seen the haunters artist Scare documentary Yes. Yeah. Okay. You know how they were talking about like you know like people being punched and stuff like that. Like you know pretty aggressive yeah. visitors. Yeah. Any 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 I'm stories not like that?
3: that? Yeah. That's, n- none of that happens at Land of Terror. In fact, we can't touch you. Period.
2: Okay. Um, good. Yeah.
3: There's other haunts. And I, you know, it's everyone's got their deal and their vibe. We don't. You don't have to sign a waiver.
2: Oh know, no! I mean, no like, a has a terror. has a guest ever punched I
3: just,
2: you? What's that? I, I meant to say, has a guest ever punched you? Like, you know how they talk about like people getting so scared that uh, they start abusing the monsters.
3: Yeah, I've, I've had a couple incidents uh, yeah. at not a rate of terror, um, but I, you know, other haunts that I've worked at. I mean, there's always some goofball yeah. fucking idiot, you know, that's, you know, you, you probably scared the shit out of him and he's with his girlfriend like on a first date or something, so he's got to act like Mr. Tough, Macho guy, like you didn't scare me, but he probably soiled himself, so, yeah. you know, he's got to, he's got to react back by being a tough guy. like, you know, I've, I've had a couple confrontations with people, and I've actually hit back. Yeah, <laughs> right,
1: you got got to defend yourself, man. You know shit. If, you're,
3: if you're that stupid to just like attack one of us, you're you're paying to go to a you know an attraction. You're 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 here to get scared, and if you're gonna take offense to that, if it actually affects you, you're just a fucking idiot. Yeah. And, You know, it, it, we work our ass off as a scare after. You know, it's like we want to be. That's why we're there. There's a rush for being on, you know, it's all safe and fun and there's nothing more cool and satisfying than scaring the crap out of people. Um, It is so fun, you know, and uh, it, it, but like I said, it's a very small percentage of people that are idiots like that. A lot of people are drunk, you know, a lot of people are wasted coming through these things. And, you know, it's just people sometimes don't mean to punch. I mean, we've had people, there was a girl who took ones for the team and she was amazing. She got punched, a girl got punched by a guy, and it was because the way he reacted, it's just like, she scared the crap out of him, and he just kind of like, you know, put his arm out, I guess, really tough, and he connected with her, but she didn't complain, she had a black eye, you know, and she's like, she's a trooper, man. That was Ashley, if you're listening, Ashley, you're awesome, but um, yeah, it's, it's just, like I said, but that's really rare when that happens. Um, you just got to you know, the majority of people are just there to have a good time, and they come out very satisfied and, Cheering,
2: and that's why i do it okay that's good and since you were already bringing up the whole waiver stuff and everything like that you're saying that you don't you don't work in haunts like that um have you ever gone through any like 17th door at least or um a blackout you know, experience I, haven't,
3: I have quite a few friends who uh are involved with 17th door i i have not actually been through it oh. um but I, you know, it's, 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 their vibe is totally different than Reign of Terror. I mean, it's stupid to compare haunts because everyone, like I said, has their own backstory, which exactly. is awesome. They each have their own vibe. And they're definitely more hardcore. I mean, whatever you want to define hardcore. I mean, they, you have to sign a waiver to do 75th door. They're, they're definitely more in your face. Oh, yeah. And, wow. uh, Stuff like that, but that's what people know that you know. They know that going there, they want that. People because you know, there's people who come to Reign of Terror. Where it's just more about monsters, and it's just different. Where they've got more like a backstory about you know a certain person, and you got to go through that. And you're watching like the different years of her life, and it's. I heard it's awesome. I mean, I, I've got friends who work there, and I know people who are makeup artists there, and they do an amazing job. Oh, so, yeah. and then there's like McKinney Manor, you know, which is like in that documentary. And yeah, that's, that's oh no. like an extreme, extreme haunt. You know, it, it's just not my thing. I don't want to critique and say, you know, yay or nay about it. It's just not my kind of thing. I mean, I, to me, that's too real, you know, to be gagged and thrown in a coffin and, like, let, not let out. It's like a four and a half, five hour, six hour, you know, experience. I come, people come out of there, their lives are changed, you yeah. know? I just, I just don't like I don't I'm, I'm claustrophobic. I mean, it's bad enough. That I wear my costumes, but once I become that character, I am that character. But that's just putting on a mask. But you know, to be to be shut and locked in a coffin for 40 minutes, I, it's almost like torture kind of stuff. That to me isn't Halloween. That's just people who are I don't know, they're fucking nuts. Because they want to go through something like that. I don't know. It's just I'd, I'd be I'd be uh, shit in my pants doing something like that. I would put myself in that position. That's just not comfortable to me, and that's not scary fun. That's just like why torture yourself, but. Some people,
2: different folks, different strokes, right? Amen to that, you know. And I heard they shaved your yeah. head there, and I work really hard on my hair, so I can't really. I wouldn't risk losing that shit. Uh, but, um, <laughs> Russ himself, he's a really nice man. I actually met him at the first ever Midsummer Scream. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a really nice oh, cool. man. You cannot expect, you would not expect him to be at least, well, even you know, associated like with that. Like
3: the documentary. He, he's scared. He hates being scared. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you, you try to do any of those things to him, he's like, he's like, you know, falling like a baby like don't do this you know Which it's funny you know but he's getting his kicks and watching other people get scared so yeah no one's getting hurt you know i guess it's all cool but like i said that's that's his vibe
0: Mm -hmm. and
3: if people want to go to that hey that's the event to them that's their choice
2: that's true he's such a good guy down at all yeah
3: different (laughs) thing and that's what's cool is you've got all these different haunts, you know, there's, I I worked for another haunt called Creek Los Angeles when they first started out (gasps) a few years ago, now they're going on and those guys are awesome, I mean it's, they're, you know, they're all actors and, you know, they they put on a really cool event that's different than any of them, so it's, everyone's got their own vibe, so there's so many choices and that's why it's like I wish I could go to all these but, you know, being a scare actor at a haunt we're all open around the same time, so I can't, you know, (laughs) The weekends they're open is when I'm scaring at Rain I mean, of Terror. So it, I wish I could experience all these different ponds because they're
2: just so cool, you know? That is true. That's what's that awesome is true.
3: about being in LA. You've got choices. <laughs> there's, there's, they're
2: everywhere. That is true, man. Yeah. Uh, we, me and my lady try so hard to go to all the events. We actually almost did. We went to this underground. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Mabel's Six Feet Under. Um, yeah. Yeah, we went to there like. Uh, I, I think like last year and it was like really it, I was terrified the whole like uh, thing yeah. where you you bring your girlfriend and You got to act brave. I don't I don't follow that role. I she's the most brave one. I hide behind her and it's <laughs> it's it's amazing and uh, <laughs> Four years of, of hiding behind her every year. It's it's amazing, but um They they do and they do an <laughs> awesome show and I like that they like they like they like really make it into a real maze we got lost like literally inside there and it took us a while to get out like it normally says about like a 15 minute we were there for 20 because for five minutes we were just like where do we go and i was too scared to go into yeah. like one certain area so i was like oh shit but um that seems like e- that
3: seems like eternity when you're lost in the dark you know exactly
2: <laughs> oh my god speaking of lost in the dark um are you planning on like trying to at least uh attend the um, into the black i heard he's like uh larry bones is doing some really good stuff this year yeah yeah i interviewed him uh, right after i interviewed you i believe and um and uh he sounded yeah. really uh, excited for this year so uh, i've never been to it i've seen uh, a yeah. lot of it like interviews and stuff like that and like other stuff he's put on like the internet but never actually been right. inside but it seems really scary being alone in the dark and luckily it's not a hands-on thing so <laughs> it's just like a right. walkthrough like you have is yeah. that something you would be interested in
3: I well, I I mean, I would love to. I, mean, I have I have a couple friends who you know did it last year. They actually were pawn actors for that, you know, and they they love it. People, it's got great reviews. And you know, Larry is um, I don't know him personally, but I mm-hmm. he's an amazing makeup artist. You know, Boneyard Effect is awesome, and he's got a great team of people, and he's got great ideas, and he's obviously very passionate. You know, about mm-hmm. Halloween. And uh, he puts on a great thing. Like I said, it's just, there's just so much going on. I just wish I could put myself into like you know, 20 people and go to all these haunts, You know, I mean, I'm still yet to even. I've never even been to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios, which is unheard really? of. But it's you know, I mean, it's just I heard I know how busy it gets, but I, I'd, I'd have to go on a night that's you know hopefully like a week night where we're not open and
0: before mm-hmm. it gets too
3: crowded because I'm just I'm just not a fan of waiting in line for two and a half hours for a five minute maze. But oh, you know, yeah. I hear the mazes are amazing. But you know, to go in mid, mid, you know, mid October, you're you're lucky if you get two, three mazes, in and you spend so much money on a fast path, which isn't so fast, you yeah. know. And you, it's like you know, it's just I just I don't have the patience <laughs> to wait in line for that long. But you know, the actors are awesome, their sets are amazing, and I, mean, I see pictures. I'm like, I gotta go to this, you know. Um, The only thing I ever have time to go to is like, you know, I I love, you know, of course I love uh, Not Scary Farm because they open early, you know, they open, you know, toward the end of September Mm -hmm. and I usually go, you know, the first opening night they're open because it's before we open at Rain of Terror and I just, you know, I just, I love Not Scary Farm, It's, it's very fun, you know, and I, I get my little vibe on. It's like you know, I, it, it's kind of like my prep against my adrenaline going. I can't fucking wait to scare them after I go to you know something yeah. like that. And then we we open usually like the next couple of nights. So I'm gonna try to venture out there and go to something if I can. You know, I've never been to Queen Mary either. You can't believe that. Oh, I mean, you need to come just, down, down here, amazing. man. There's it's... just so many haunts, and there's too many haunts in too little time.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like you don't even have to go to but Dark Harbor, but just come to the Queen Mary itself, and let me tell you, you'll see some spooky shit around there, man. They just, oh yeah, yeah. They just open up a their haunted home, yeah. room, yeah.
3: You these places alone, it's just the history, and yeah, it's amazing. It's a great place to have a haunt, you know. It's, it's why it's so popular. It's it's so cool. I mean, I just, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna try to do something different, you know, this year just to, before I get busy, and just just to experience it, so.
2: Nice man, nice like we'll, yeah. yeah. We're gonna wrap it up right now, but is there anything you wanna tell these viewers right now that we had did not were able to cover? Anything like this is your spotlight right now, promote the fuck out of yourself, my brother. Go for it.
3: <laughs> well, if you're into creepy music and you know, like I said, it's haunting yet beautiful, but still has the creep factor, I would uh, love for you to check out my website, which is melodiesofhepacab.com macabre is a strange word it's spelled M-A-C-A-B-R-E almost pronounce it like macabre and you'll get it right but melodiesofmacabre.com I've got you know you can hear my songs little snippets of it I'm basically selling my albums you know for $9.99 each and you know it's got my whole backstory on there and my bio and it's got I advise you to like if you when you go to my website before you listen to any of my music there's on the menu, there's like the page and then there's like I believe the second one. It says about, and I've got the I've got my five albums up there right now listed, and I have a backstory for each of them. I advise people to read the backstory first before you listen to the album, so that way you've kind of got a subliminal visual in your mind when you listen to my music. I've actually told people like you know if you if you're into it, read the backstory, light a couple candles, have a bottle of wine or a few beers, and like. Turn off the lights and just like either with headphones or just crank it, and just close your eyes or whatever, and just listen to the music and and, and just take that backstory and try to put yourself in that position, like that you're there. And I think people really get it because that's that's what's different with my music compared to like film music. I mean, without having a visual, I have to do more of a song. That's why there's actual more melodies and just like little snippets of you know, for a movie is what I'm saying. Is like you know, film music you've got a 30 second little piece, you know, while people are talking in a car or something or, or a scene that builds tension. For me to do that, I mean, without a visual, people be like, what's this, you know? But that's why they're a little more song oriented. You know, I've actually kind of write in a song kind of uh, template. I mean, I have a beginning intro. I've got a verse kind of, I've got like a chorus and I repeat the verse and not all songs are that, that I do, but they, they kind of, they're structured and because they're melodies but then i do have some that are just kind of creepy and in your face and it's like you know i I think it'd be ideal for haunts or parties or ambiance, or like i said for people who just simply love the sounds of beautiful horror so melodies of com, go to it
2: (laughs) definitely you guys heard that go do it and thank you so much chris for being the ever again the first ever guest on this podcast man i wish nothing but the best for you and I'll be talking to you soon, man. All right, take care. All right,
0: take care, Thanks man. for having me, guys. No problem. Bye. Take care, man.
2: Thank take you. Care. Bye. Bye pretty soon. All righty, that was it. that That was it, folks. That was that was that was the podcast. That was the first ever haunt talks. This is it, guys. This is the beginning of a great thing. This is the beginning of a chance for everyone out there in the haunt industry to come out and really rain hell upon this earth in a good way in a good way <laughs> yeah angel lamb i might go on a hunt
1: pretty soon i got kind of inspired it just made me realize how unprepared i was yeah. for this interview
2: yeah exactly I knew right so
1: much about him, i was like okay yeah like, i don't know what to ask you like the only <laughs> yeah. thing i can ask is about music i know like i have an interest in music and i heard yeah. his song i was like all right and then all the everything that i was gonna ask him he answered like in the yeah beginning, i was like. Okay, well, that there you go, Zach. There
2: question. we go, yeah.
0: Like, man, that's cool. the one
2: thing I love. I've talked to this guy several times, and he's like that. He just keeps rolling and rolling. Yeah, and most good. people would find that annoying. I love that shit. I love when someone rants because that's when you know that they're, like, speaking the truth because it's just rolling off without having them think it. That's how you know it's straight up just coming from what they actually yeah. believe in. And this guy, like, again, ladies and gentlemen, please check him out. Let him into your ears and into your hearts like we did. And I will guarantee you that you will enjoy it. If you guys are working on a haunt, buy his album. You can use it. I I use his music on all my videos as the background music. And it really makes a good vibe to it. I use it sometimes when I'm taking a bubble bath. <laughs> I tried using it when I get romantic with my lady, but she's like, no. So so there's, yeah. there's a limit. But other than that, it's a really good, really good fucking album. Especially the Fate to Black. Those industrial fans out there, you want to dance and still be spooky. That's the best one right there, man. Yeah. but other uh, angel Lim, I just want to thank you so much for again you <laughs> being my co-host I didn't on do, here do anything though you <laughs> didn't have to though. your presence is gracious enough all right well I'm you gonna, know what i mean if i was able to help whatever i guess you, you were know. able to do anything man
1: <laughs> i guess i i i shined in the beginning and then i just exploded where it actually mattered you are dynamite that's oh, why because oh, you, are, you, you are
2: the best tnt see yeah there you go. that's what you are that that's acdc now i, I want to make a ki- related to kiss but i couldn't so. it's all cool it's all cool <laughs> but anyways thank you so much angel m thank yeah, you guys for listening again this is the beginning this is the start we are gonna do this guys anyone in the haunt industry anyone that's in the gothic artwork or anything like that or you just like spooky shit hit me up we will talk we will talk and we will get you guys out there i promise that this channel will be Promoting everyone who is working hard at their business. This is it, guys. Have a good night. All right. Bye.